0: Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 186 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, and I'm back with a solo episode today, sharing three ways that I'm levelling up my marketing right now. Now, as someone who is a quote-unquote expert when it comes to marketing, I don't know why I feel the need to say quote-unquote. We're so rubbish at owning our genius, aren't we? I've been working in marketing for the last six years. It's a lot of what I help my clients with. I do not see myself as a kind of finished product when it comes to the way that I market my business. I see marketing... as a constant work in progress. And as the manager of my own marketing, side note, if you show up online, you are your own little marketing manager. I think the sooner you can see it that way, the more control you can take of where you're going and what you're doing. I'm always looking for ways to improve and ways that I can learn from maybe the challenges that I'm facing and help myself to move forwards. Now, I'm hearing a lot of conversations at the moment around challenges when it comes to marketing. People are feeling frustrated at platforms changing. Hello, very unproductive conversations about how Instagram's changed and we're all just going to moan about it instead of doing anything about it. I could run about that all day. You know, feeling overwhelmed by all of the platforms that are suddenly open to us, struggling to make time for everything. Those are challenges that I'm hearing a lot of people talk about. And they're challenges that I have come up against myself. You know, I don't think in marketing we ever reach a final destination of success. I think our job when we're showing up for our businesses online is to constantly be evolving. to constantly be looking for the ways that we can learn, to constantly be looking for the lessons. And basically, off of those lessons, what we can do to improve. So I thought it might be interesting to share with you today three of the areas that I'm improving my marketing within as a result of some of the challenges I felt around my marketing over the last three months. What I'm going to share with you today is not necessarily groundbreaking tips. You'll have heard all of these things talked about before, but I think they're things that we so often forget and it's easy to say, yeah, I should be doing that or yeah, that's important, but not actually implement it for yourself. So I'm hoping you you can take from this episode not only a reminder that when you're going through a challenge that's an opportunity to learn and to improve but also maybe some ideas from the way that I'm improving my marketing that are going to help you to get unstuck and start moving forwards so the first way that I'm really leveling up my marketing at the moment and I'm picking it as number one because I think it's the one that's making the biggest difference is I am tracking my statistics regularly I know, we all know we should be doing this, right? It makes total sense. If we're putting loads of effort into showing up online, we should be looking at all of the data of what that effort is doing. But hands up how many of us don't actually look at that data. I know that my tendency is to just bury my head in the sand. And by bury my head in the sand, I mean keep on creating content and never really lift my head up and actually look at what that content is doing. Or even if I am looking at what that content is doing, I'm not taking it any further than just the vanity metrics that platforms are showing me. You know, I always know how many followers I've got on Instagram. I always know how well my last post did in terms of likes or comments, but I'm not making time to really track the statistics that matter. And as a result of that, I'm not giving myself much of an opportunity to improve. When it comes to marketing, the numbers, whether those numbers be, you know, website traffic, podcast downloads, email unsubscribes, all of those numbers are telling you something. They're either going to tell you that something's working or they're going to tell you that something's not working. And when we look at our stats in that way, They are an invaluable way for us to learn because by tracking the right statistics, we can be constantly learning what does and doesn't work about our strategy and then improve our strategy as a result. Clarity comes through action. And it's really important that once we take action, we actually take a moment to see what we can learn from the results that that got. So what I've been doing each month is sitting down and tracking statistics within my marketing. I think the important thing to note here is that I'm tracking the statistics that matter most to me. And I could do a whole episode on this because for me you know just tracking the obvious stats follower number likes engagement might be useful for some reasons but very rarely is the stuff that really matters the metrics that I track directly link to the goals that I've set and I track metrics which indicate whether I am or I'm not achieving those goals that I want to be working towards. So I sit down each month, I look at those metrics that matter to me, and I spend time not just looking at them, but trying to learn from them. I think that's a big step as well. For me, this isn't a habit of just writing them in a spreadsheet and leaving them at that, because I may as well not do it if I'm just going to put them somewhere and leave it. For me, the important step is once I've written out what that statistic is, or I've looked at that number, I'm then questioning it. If something has increased, why has it increased? How can I keep it increasing moving forwards? If something has decreased and that's a negative for that statistic, okay, why? How can I make sure that doesn't keep happening? When we look at the metrics and we look at the numbers with curiosity, we can learn and then we can use that learning to improve whatever it is that we want to be doing online. Now, I know why we don't want to track the stats. It's because we're a bit scared of what they might say. It's like if I never try and measure my success, then I'm never going to be able to conclude that I'm not succeeding. It's a mindset thing where we kind of self-sabotage and get in our own way because we're scared of those results. And a mindset I'd encourage you to have when it comes to tracking stats is seeing everything as a learning opportunity. I heard this quite a while ago that every time you take action, you either get the result that you wanted or the lesson that you needed. And I think when it comes to tracking your metrics, that's so true, where you're either gonna get told that something's working, great ego boost moment, keep going, well done. Or you're gonna get told that something maybe isn't working, but that's not a sign that you're failing. That's a lesson and a bit of data that's gonna help you figure out how you might succeed moving forwards. See it as data. It's not your measure of success. It's not telling you how good you are as a business owner. It's numbers that you can use to help yourself move forwards in a really intentional way. So I'd encourage you, make the time each week or each month, whatever timeframe is going to work for you, to sit down and trap those stats. Know which statistics matter most depending on the goals you're trying to achieve and go in with a mindset of curiosity. Now, something that's really helped me to be doing this on this monthly basis is using a tool that I discovered quite a few months ago called Metrical. Now, you may have heard, over the last few episodes, that Metrical is actually the current podcast sponsor. And I only have partners on this podcast who I genuinely believe will add value to our lives as business owners. And I mean it when I say this app is no different. What Metrical does so well is it helps you to manage and analyze your content all in one place. So when I sit down each month to track my statistics, I don't have to go and check seven different platforms. I log into Metrical, all of my platforms are in one place, the numbers are already there. So I don't even have to do that step of adding it to a spreadsheet and I can immediately start looking for the trends, the lessons, the dips, the rises, and what I might want to take from that. One of the biggest things that put me off doing this in the past was just the effort involved in having to gather all of that data. But Metrical makes it so easy because like I said, it's all in one place. Alongside the analytics tool, they've got a content planner, inbox manager, hashtag tracker. So if you're someone who uses all of those different tools in your business, you can literally have all of them in one place. So I'd really recommend if this is Something you struggle with sitting down to track those statistics, click the link in the show notes, have a go at using Metrical and start using it as the tool that's going to help you to do that statistic tracking. This is a habit which, even just over the last six months, has made such a difference to the way that I manage my marketing because it gives me the information that I need in order to improve it moving forwards and it makes me feel so much more aware of what's going on. So that's the first way that I'm leveling up my marketing at the moment. I'm taking time each month to track the statistics and learn from them. The second thing that I'm doing to level up my marketing at the moment is I'm harnessing video content in a way that works for me. You are probably sick to death of hearing everyone talk about video content at the moment, but let's be honest, it is the direction that content is moving in. I'm not saying that written content or imagery is invalid. I think there is absolutely still a place on most platforms for that style of content. But what I am saying is that if the way people consume content is shifting, we should be listening to that. I know it can feel tempting to just sit around and moan about all of the changes in algorithms and trends and just think, I just want to keep doing what I've always been doing and have the same success. But let's be honest with ourselves, marketing is never going to be staying the same. And that's part of the fun of it. Like I said at the start, if you can see that constant learning as a positive, things like video content really booming is going to feel like an exciting challenge rather than another, oh, I've got to figure something out. Now I get it. There can be that resistance of, well, how can I harness that thing, in this case video, in a way that works for me? And that's definitely something that I've struggled with over the last few months. If you follow me over on Instagram, you'll know that I used to do a lot of kind of trend-led video content content. You know, I was doing all the reels. I was doing funny voiceover audios. I was creating tons of kind of funny video content and it performed really well for me and I really enjoyed creating it at the time. But for a number of reasons, that just doesn't feel right to me anymore. I don't really have a desire to sit down and make a kind of comedy-esque video about content. Now, what can I do? I can either sit here and go, well, I don't want to make that style of video content, so I'm not going to do it at all. Or... I can get curious and I can think, right, how can I harness this type of content in a style that works for me? This is something I really love about what Rachel Waring shares. She talks about utilizing video, but in a way that really suits your style. It might be your style to jump onto Instagram Reels or TikToks and do those kind of funny videos. Crack on, I've got no judgment for that. But I know for me, that's just not going to be the right fit. So what I've been doing over the last few months is exploring, well, what does the right fit for me look like? And what I've landed on for now is that I feel really comfortable with video. First of all, documenting. I love sharing what I'm up to as a business owner, what's happening in my day to day. And second of all, which links with what you're listening to right now, sharing video clips from this podcast. I'm like the opposite of most people. I would way rather sit in a fancy studio with cameras and lights on me and sit and record video there than sit at home in front of my phone. I don't really know why, but I think that just works best for me. So I've realized, right, if I'm going to harness video content, that's going to be the best way for me to do. It. So for me, that looks like taking short videos when I'm in the podcast studio for that short form value content. It's filming podcast episodes. So I can share these episodes really easily and you can actually see them online. Like I said, it's not about using video in the way that everyone else is and that being success. It's about seeing the benefit of using video. I mean, it connects with people. It shows you it, it builds more of a personal brand, but doing it in a way that feels good and suits your style. And already it's paying off. It's building more connection in my online presence and it's helping me to feel a little bit less behind in the way that marketing is changing. So that's the second thing I'm doing to level up my marketing right now. I'm harnessing video content in a way that works for me. And that links in really nicely with the third and final way that I'm leveling up my marketing right now, which is that I'm repurposing my content strategically. Anyone else feeling a little bit of platform overwhelm right now? I have never felt so conflicted about which platforms to be on. And that's as someone who is an expert in helping other people to figure out What platforms to be on. First of all, I think it's very hard to do for yourself what you do for others, isn't it? But second of all, it can just feel really overwhelming when every single option seems to have benefits. I was laughing the other week because I had a session with one client who was raving to me about the benefits of using YouTube. And then the next hour, I had a session with another client who told me that I should absolutely be on TikTok. And my conclusion when I was thinking about it on my lunch break was like, I could come up with a case to be absolutely everywhere. But as we know in business and especially in marketing, we can't necessarily do everything. So we need to figure out what our something is. For me, I know that my main platforms in terms of social are Instagram and LinkedIn. And then I have long form content via my email list, the midweek, and also this podcast that you're listening to. I know that I could find benefit in adding YouTube and TikTok into the mix and by putting tons of time into them. But I also know I don't have the time to really do that right now. So what I've decided to do is to start using those platforms more consistently, but to repurpose content so that it's not taking lots more of my time. And I'll be honest, the first thing that jumps into my head when I think about doing that is, oh, but I want it to be the best it can be. I want to put loads of time and make an amazing YouTube channel. I want to put loads of time into TikTok and make a really great platform that I know that I could do really well if I had more time, but then I'm just in a loop because I haven't got more time. So I need to accept that done is better than perfect and look for the low hanging fruit. This is something I talk to clients about a lot. This phrase, low hanging fruit, basically just means where's the easy stuff. Yes, I could put loads of time into building up two whole new platforms. But hey, if both of those platforms like video content, and I've already got loads of video content because I'm creating for this podcast and also for Instagram. Cool. Let's repurpose that onto those platforms. Is it as optimized as it possibly could be to succeed on TikTok or succeed on YouTube? Maybe not. But is it good enough and still creating a touch point somewhere that I know is going to be valuable? Absolutely. Now, I know for everyone that's not going to be the conclusion of that platform over overwhelmed feeling. I feel like for most of us, it is about picking a few platforms and just letting things be streamlined. But I know for me, as someone who has some outside support from team and like I said, has a lot of content that I can repurpose, that's something that feels like a good fit. So that's my third thing I've been doing to level up my marketing. I've been repurposing my content strategically and letting it be easy. I notice as business owners, we don't like it easy. We make life hard for ourselves. We make it difficult of like, yeah, I'm going to create totally unique content for seven different platforms. If you can do that, be my guest, but I don't think many of us have the time or capacity for it. And even if we do, why don't we just make it easier for ourselves? Look at what you're already creating and think about how can I use this elsewhere and cut down on my work as a business owner. With marketing, it's always going to want more time from you. I know that I could put double the time that I do right now into my marketing but that doesn't mean that I would see double the result. And it doesn't mean that those results I would get would be even worth all that extra time that I'm putting in. So I'd encourage you, if you're resonating with that kind of platform overwhelm, think about what's going to make most sense for you. Let something be a little bit imperfect. And if you need to block out all of that noise from everyone else who's telling you to do this and do that, because at the end of the day, they are sharing that based off of what's worked for them. And unless you want to build their exact business, that doesn't mean it's going to exactly work work for you. So there we have it. Those are the three things that I'm doing right now to level up my marketing. I'm sure I could add more to the list, but I'm a big believer it's better to be improving in a few areas rather than trying to do everything at once. And I'm excited to see how each of those three actions help me move forwards. As I said in the intro, each of those areas of leveling up have come from challenges. I have struggled with something in my marketing and then I've questioned, right, what can I do to help me move forward? And these have been the improvements that I've made. So I'd really encourage you, yeah any way that you're struggling with in your marketing right now, question it. Try not to sit in that pity party of, oh, everything's happening to me and everything's changing and everything's out to get me. Let's think, how are these things happening for you? If video is something that is changing for you, right, how can that be an opportunity for growth? I'm sure there are lots of things from this episode that you can take to move forward. So I'd encourage you, pick one thing that you want to start doing today. And if you'd allow me to, and I could choose what I would encourage you to do off the back of this episode, it would be, that first step of tracking your stats every single month. I know it's boring. I know it can feel a bit scary, I know it can feel just like one of those tasks that we have to do but I promise you if you do it with intention and you do it with curiosity so much improvement will come from that because by tracking stats you are going to learn and when you learn things improve as a result. As I mentioned in that section, if you want to check out Metrical and start using that for your marketing and help to kind of manage your marketing with more intention, have a little look in the show notes, click the link, you can start trying it for free today Uh, and let me. Know how you get on. I'm so interested to hear what you've taken from this episode and how these actions might help you in the way that you are showing up for your business. So as always, come and share with me over on Instagram or LinkedIn. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know you're tuning in. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on next week's guest conversation. And I never know how to end solo episodes. So have a good one. Chat you soon. Hey, it's Alice. Before you go into action, what you've learned in today's episode, I wanna share a quick note about this week's partner. One of the biggest mistakes I see people making when it comes to marketing is not analyzing the statistics. The numbers, whether it be podcast downloads, website traffic, or likes on a post, are all telling you something about what is and isn't working in your strategy. It's invaluable data, but so often we don't listen to it. And I get it. I can easily forget to or feel too overwhelmed to look at my numbers, which is why I've made a monthly habit of sitting down to review my content. It's already made me better at showing up for my goals and I found a great tool for it which makes this an easy task, Metricool. By bringing all your platforms into one place, Metricool makes it easy to analyze, manage and improve your content. My favorite is their analytics tool because you don't have to go searching for the numbers. They're all in front of you to look at and most importantly, learn from. They also have a content planner, inbox manager, and hashtag tracker, so Metrical really can be a one-stop shop for all your marketing needs. I only partner with brands who I genuinely believe can bring value to our lives as business owners, and this one is no different. So to start managing your marketing with intention, head to the link in the show notes and start using Metrical for free today.